You're listening to the Real Estate Insider Podcast. A bold look at reality, news, analysis, strategies, and opinions. Direct from the veteran team at the Rain Research Institute. With today's host, real estate strategist, Russell Westcott. Hey, hey, hey. Congratulations for dialing in live this morning. By taking these small action steps, prove you are committed to your long-term success. Each week, you have the opportunity of tapping into some of the greatest and latest insights that will provide you a leg up on the competition. I'm Russell Westcott from the Real Estate Investment Network, and it gives me great honor to introduce Mr. Richard Dolan. Good morning, Rich. Good morning, Russ, and good morning all of our fellow members who we often, and as you know, frame to be our partners these calls are so important. Hey, Russ, you know, being able to get on a phone and communicate with everybody isn't so much about what we want to teach, isn't so much about what we want to motivate you about, but just making sure that we all have a common place to check in mentally, physically, audibly to say, hey, we're here, you're there, let's move quickly and promptly and swiftly towards the goals and aspirations that you've got here for yourself inside this world we call RAIN. And for that, it means to really look at where we left off last week, isn't it, Russ? The idea of being a teammate. And it was such an incredibly well-received call, one of the biggest ones I think we've had, where you, the members, each and every one of you wrote and or reached out to our team and saying, hey, that call really struck a chord. So much that it, in fact, inspired me to just do a bit of an extended lesson, if it were, on last week's call around what it takes to be a teammate. And I mean be a teammate as in giving up this week the asinine arrogance, if it were, that your opinion came down from a sacred mountain on a stone tablet. Now, that wasn't my words. In fact, that was one of my old mentors, friends, and coaches, a man by the name of Jack Schropp, who's a former Navy SEAL commander, who I've quoted often during these mastery calls and even in the creation and the development of Rain Mastery because he was such an incredible influence in my life, both as a teacher, a friend, but also as a mentor. You know, I learned from him, as I'll share with you, that communication is an integral part of team. You know, relating to communication like your life depends upon it makes for an extraordinary team. And this means your communication is intentional and purposeful, forwarding the team's common goals. And while, as I was once told by Jack, a SEAL team's communication is purposeful, it is often insignificant. You see, any team made up of operators can forward any goal or conduct any mission like a well-oiled machine. But working at an extraordinary level of proficiency often creates among teammates a sense of uh, freedom and lightheartedness. And when a system is functioning like a well-oiled machine, there is plenty of room for humor and laughter, all the while the teammates remain intentional. So being responsible for your conversations, start with you giving up the notion that perhaps your opinion came down from a sacred mountain on a stone tablet. So if you're making notes, maybe now is a good time to make this one. Being responsible means separating the facts from your perceptions. You know, in medical terms, this means uh, performing one's own uh, cranial and rectal extraction. You know, people often act like their opinion about something is the truth, or they manipulate the meaning of words to control situations and other people to be the right uh, person or have the right uh, position about their point of view. But you see, a fact is something known to be true. It is about what happened. A person might witness what happened, but the moment what happened is turned into words and told to oneself or shared with another, this incident becomes one's biased perception of what happened, an opinion. 
So to perceive something is to obtain the knowledge through our senses, to observe, to understand something. So this is but our opinion, or more specifically, our point of view. So as an operator on a team understands that all his teammates have a point of view and that everyone's viewpoint is as valid as the next, uh, you know, you got to understand that, well, this is just something that you've got to accept and understand. You know, it's been said that life is a very sad piece of buffoonery because we have the need to fool ourselves continuously by the spontaneous creation of reality, one for each and never the same for everyone, which from time to time reveals itself to be vain and, well, an illusion. So when you take responsibility for your point of view and how your teammates might receive your communication, you create an enormous level of self-responsibility, credibility. You create an enormous level of self-responsibility and a massive freedom for others to be, well, themselves. You know, I remember when uh, Jack shared with me a story, and of course I always would prize stories out of him when he would be touring to Vietnam. I love to hear those old stories. But when he said that he moved back in old, the Bud class, the class in which was training him to be a Navy SEAL, he was carrying on uh, the boat on their heads in teams of nine or ten men. He doesn't remember. He said large rubber boats. He goes, these things weighed a ton. He said they'd been on the go with little sleep and were on the ragged edge of his endurance, or at least he said he's, he was. He went on to tell me this story. He goes, one of my fellow trainees began whining aloud, I've got the whole boat. I've got the whole damn boat. Help me, somebody. The fact was he didn't. He said we were all carrying the boat. And so I told him in a more vigorous sailor-type language to basically shut up and keep moving. And by the way, if you don't know Jack, I can tell you right now that would not sound good and pleasant. But from his perspective, which included his feelings of agony, he believed that he was working harder than everyone else. And from the perspective of all his teammates, he wasn't. Each teammate had, in fact, their own interpretation of the account. And this is an example of multiple perceptions of the same incident. So you see, to be extraordinary is to communicate clearly, distinguishing for others the difference between what you know to be the facts and what you perceive are the facts. So as we said last week, and as I want to sort of remind you this week, your conversations can take on a whole new level of credibility. There's a huge difference in how people hear you when you say, listen, this is just my opinion or my point of view, but I think we're getting the raw end of the stick here, rather than we're getting the raw end of the stick. So the reality here is that you've got to understand and appreciate the fact that these are the ground rules to being extraordinary when it comes to producing results. You know, back to Jack and how he was sharing with me a story. I'll never forget that night he was with a Monte Cristo number four. He loved cigars. And uh, he said, you know, back to Bud's. He said, he said, we soon learned that any teammate not pulling his weight is hazardous to the entire team in the mission. He said, time is of the essence in performing each evolution with precision and success. And evolution as in the evolution of the exercises that developed these uh, trainees into what would be later known as Navy SEALs. But therefore, he said that the instructors and the trainees learn to communicate in a, well, a highly intentional way. And this includes talking straight and making direct requests. Although, admittingly, the trainees experience little of this in the early stages, there is no time for lengthy and indirect conversations or candy-coated niceties and leave the other teammates feeling comfortable but ultimately wondering what the heck is required. You see, to be extraordinary is to give up your whining, your sob stories, and even victimize perceptions that others are hurting your feelings and that their tone was a little too direct and made you feel uncomfortable. Jack would giggle and then slap his hands together and say, Richard, You've got to be extraordinary to accept and make direct requests of your teammates. It is to allow people to express themselves the way they do without you becoming victimized by their tone and to simply listen to the essence of their communication. You know, 
whether it's me or Don or Russ, whomever it might be, when we call you all to the plate and actually ask yourselves the question and force you to consider what the answer might be as to what are the results you've come here for, a lot of you have often said, hey, you know, I don't like that guy from Toronto, or, you know, Russ is a little bit condescending, or, geez, Don, Don can sure get tough. But we're really simply being a teammate, aren't we? Isn't the idea that if we were all on a playing field and the play was messed up and to the detriment of the team, that we would actually bark the orders and make sure that you'd hear loud and clear what the next play is? You bet. But can you imagine if, uh, I don't know, a great like Joe Montana during one of his Super Bowls walking to the line of scrimmage and saying, pausing and leaning down to the center and saying, pardon me, uh, Frank, but uh, would you mind if I place my hands under your butt? I'm not getting fresh here, really. Does this offend you? Because if it does, I will try to be gentle. <laughs> like, come on. People often withhold information, forgetting that they are members of a team. This is a form of controlling others. Withdrawal is deadly to relationships, to teams, to goals, to missions, to reign. Withdrawal and a lack of communication even among, as we're talking about, Navy SEALs, can spell death to one's teammates. Now, I'm not suggesting you blurt out information inappropriately that you, you know, know will hurt or humiliate other people. I'm not also suggesting that you indulge in your need to be childish and nasty. I'm suggesting you talk straight about the facts and be responsible for your delivery of the facts, separate from your perceptions of them. The secret to being an extraordinary teammate, or an operator as we've often called it, is to be in full communication. Full communication. Not wandering around, talking to yourself. You will fail many times before you even get to be a beginner at this particular element. And I speak myself from experience. You know, last story I want to share with you because I just love getting on rants about Jack, but one in particular that stands out that really galvanizes this point was one that he wrote about where he said that during one, uh, and he writes, during one of my Vietnam tours and in the days when only two SEALs uh, teams existed, one on the east and one on the west, an inter-team communication was not a regular occurrence. Now, I understand, by the way, these are, the, these are in the 60s and 70s. This is before the advent of the Internet, text messaging or, 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 or BBMing folks. He said, a SEAL working in my detachment was with his platoon of 14 men on a night operation and seated in the forward compartment of an armor-plated landing craft personnel, this big giant boat, basically. Suddenly, this SEAL's light machine gun fired on full automatic, spraying rounds of bullets throughout the entire compartment. The stock of the machine gun had been resting on the deck, and the SEAL had been leaning over the barrel, thereby receiving the full brunt of the fire. Now, even with the safety on, supposedly rendering the weapon safe, a pin keeping the stock and the main housing group together managed to wiggle free, apparently from the boat's, by, uh, the boat's vibration, thereby causing the bolt to release. The gun fired 50 to 60 rounds, and the bullets ricocheted off the armor-plated walls. The one seal died, of course, instantly. But another seal was medevaced and died on the operating table a couple of times, but the doctors were able to revive him and manage to save his life. By the way, he is still alive today. But after this incident... Jack would say, I learned that a similar malfunction had occurred with the same model weapon in another SEAL team prior to our situation. But no one had been killed in that incident because the weapons barrel had been pointing on the ground. Now, despite that incident, no one had taken the responsibility to communicate this information regarding the malfunction through the chain of command to his team, to any team. This lack of communication literally proved deadly. So, if you look into your life, you will see that there are already a number of teams and might not be relating to them in this way. Discovering that all the teams in your life will provide you with a powerful place from which to operate. So here's the question of the day. Where are you committed to accomplishing goals but have yet to succeed? Maybe the missing element is team. You might just need a team to fulfill your commitment and to support your goals. But here's the thing. The choice is yours. So your homework for the week. 
is to have you create a powerful conversation with your teammates that bring about satisfaction. So starting right now, begin to communicate and distinguish the difference between the points of view about a situation and from the facts about it in all your conversations with your teammates at work. So what you want to do is start to really define, well, where your teammates are. So distinguish the difference between your points of view about a situation from the facts about it in all your conversations with your teammates. What that's going to do is begin to create the distinction around what you need, where you're going, and why it's important. So there you have it. Your week. Team part two. Russ, back to you. Wow, that uh, mentor of yours, Jack, sure sounds like an interesting guy. Oh, that dude is someone you wouldn't want to mess around with, but God bless him. He's uh, had a stroke. He's suffered a little, but uh, in his old ripe age, he's an incredible human being, always, uh, always contributing. Definition of hardcore. You bet. Thank you for dialing in this morning. Today's message is all about teammate communication, pulling your own weight. The next weekly call will be the same time next week. If you have any questions, by all means, please call our RAIN office at one 824 7346 I'm Russell Westcott from the Real Estate Investment Network, signing off, wishing you a masterful week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening and engaging with the Real Estate Insider Podcast, a bold look at reality. Share the reality.